When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The flight attendant season one is so is still over, uh, but we are just getting started talking about it here on post show recaps. Welcome to our special book club edition of our flight attendant season one coverage. Um, of course, uh, co-piloting this plane. I am Jessica Sterling and I have my other co-pilot sitting next to me, ready to take care of the ship, the ship, the plane. <laughs> to use the laboratory hi sarah ferguson how are you i'm great sarah's like wishing for season two to be here and over so she can stop <laughs> listening to my horrible horrible intros on this they podcast. just they always start out great but i lose it you, in the middle you don't know how to i don't know, know how to land the plane you don't know how to land the plane exactly <laughs> enough said Enough said. I, I and I, I I'm trying. You know, it's hard to start an intro. It really is. It is. It can be difficult. It can be tricky. It feels uncomfortable. But I've done it. Um, like what five times by now? A lot of times. And you just can't land the plane. That's, I can't land the plane. That's the issue. Maybe uh, by the end of season two, I'll properly be able to begin like begin this podcast. I just think it's gonna get worse, to be honest with you. Yeah. But it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. I uh I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have read a book. Now, um yes. I used to be a great reader back mm-hmm. in the day. So many books, so many books. My Goodreads was popping off. 
And then something happened and I stopped reading as much as I used to. And um, it's really upsetting because, like I said, I used to be a very good reader. Uh, I Oh, remember? Hold up. Do you remember when Pizza Hut would give you free pizza when you read a certain amount of books? No, we don't really have like pizza huts that we went to locally around here. They would well, like, how would they give would give you free pizza? How many books do you have to read? I uh, I don't know, maybe 10 books. You had to have read a certain amount of books, so you got free pizza. I used to get all the free pizza. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Pizza Hut Book It program. Yes. Yes. So wow. I used to get all the pizza. Now I have no pizza, but I think I ordered myself one slice of pizza and it's because I read The Flight mm-hmm. Attendant by Chris Bullion and Bojalian. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry that I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Chris Bojalian is how I would like assume it's pronounced, but could be totally wrong. Right. Um, yeah. So this novel came out in 2018. Obviously, we kind of talked about it a little bit that Kaylee Cuoco um bought the rights to it or her production company i should say yes norman productions optioned the rights to the book to be developed into a television series which obviously is also the flight attendant which we have covered season one of um and funnily enough i mean we're going to be talking about a season two very soon but like season one of the show covers the entire book obviously they make changes in the adaptation but um so season two is going completely off book it's going to be all created by that production company written by those writers um assumingly doesn't isn't going to really follow anything else from the books because it kind of wrapped up any um any storylines that were in the book in season one uh, for the most part, yes. Uh, the one thing that I would say is inspired uh, by the book into season two is the fact that um, that Cassie is going to be a CIA yeah, operative. Uh, yeah, operative. Uh, and right. the fact that she subs in as a flight attendant uh, yes. when they need somebody to go overseas kind of like what Shane did in right. the show, which is not what Shane did not do that in the book. Right. So we're going to be basically getting into, if you have not read the book and you want to, I would highly suggest turning off this podcast this moment because we're going to be spoiling everything from the book. Um, But basically the intent of this podcast is we're going to talk through some of the major differences because there are a lot of big changes that they made from um, book to show. We're going to be talking about just like our experiences with the book. We both read the book after watching the show, which usually is kind of the opposite of experience of most people. I think most people kind of read the book and then they find out the show is going to be made and then they watch it. Um, So that might color our opinions on, you know, our, our thoughts on each of them individually. Um, So yeah, I just want to give out a fair warning. If, if you want to read this book and haven't yet, please turn off this podcast because we're going to be spoiling a lot of things. Sorry, go ahead, Sarah. I just, uh, I was just going to say overall for the people that would have not read the book, would you recommend reading the book? Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I would say, uh, definitely. I definitely think while it is an adaptation, the, the television show 
follows a lot of the book, there are some big differences and I think it's worthwhile to read the book and watch the show. Um, I think they could be viewed completely separately in some aspects. I really enjoyed the book. I think it's a very quick read. I myself listened to the audiobook, um, and it's only 11 hours long, which for me, that seems pretty short for, mm-hmm. for an audiobook. Um, I felt like it went very quickly. I was done with it in, gosh, like under a week. It didn't take me very long to read it. Yeah, I read the book in three or four, three or four sittings, so it yeah. is a quick read at... Uh, about like 350 pages ish mm-hmm. um the paperback version for me i would say depending on what you like about the show yeah you could leave the book and not read the book or you could read the book so um i can get into so if you like the aspects of the show where we talked a lot about psychological aspects within families if you liked that aspect of the show if you like um some of the more light moments in the show if you like uh some of the relationships in the show then i would say you might be disappointed in reading the book yeah i think in every adaptation they're gonna have to make some changes and i think obviously with it being a show we're benefiting from more visual options right so like you're getting those um scenes where cassie is in alex's hotel which isn't exactly the situation that's happening in the book so yeah and some of those more nuanced moments like that yeah uh, it's just you're not gonna find that in a book as much i think a lot of the fun of the book is the mystery, which obviously if you're watching the show, um, you, you've already seen the show. You probably already know the ending, but I still really enjoyed the book. And I still I think it's interesting to have this podcast to talk about the differences because there are some like very specific changes they made from book to show that I think worked. And then some maybe that I left I left wondering, like, why did they decide to change that? Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into spoiling everything, uh, just final warning, leave now if, you, uh, if you're if you interested. But I, I do think it's a worthwhile read. I, do th- I enjoyed the book. I think it was a good book, regardless of how it compares to the show. Um, but let's get into it. Um, so the flight attendant book, let's talk some of the, the bigger differences. And I guess we'll probably stop down on each one and kind of discuss whether we mm-hmm. like it more or less whether it matters at all yeah um but starting off just from like the location of the of the death of um of alex sokoloff happens in bangkok on the show um and it happens in dubai in the in the book yeah um i actually thought i honestly i don't know culturally how it is in thailand in comparison to how it is in the Middle East, uh, notably Dubai. Now, Dubai is more forward than some of the other um, Arab nations in the area. However, it kind of made more sense to me why Cassie in the book would be panicked about killing a man in the Middle East. And for me, it kind of justified a little bit more why Cassie... I don't agree with it, but it almost made more sense. Like she's in the Middle East. You have a lot less rights 
in the Middle East, even in a progressive city like Dubai, you still have to cover yourself. You still have to wear long clothes to be respectful. It made more sense to me why Cassie would be uber panicked in Dubai versus Bangkok. But once again, I'm not educated on how uh, women's rights are. Yeah, the different cultures. In Bangkok. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I don't know, like, the reasoning behind the change. Maybe it was just, like, filming in Bangkok. They wanted to do that. Or it was easier to film in Bangkok than Dubai. Like, any number of reasons, right? But I do agree with you. Um, I, it doesn't make a huge difference to me. Um, but I I think I agree with your line of logic that like, okay, maybe it's a little bit more understandable if you think about like where she's located and her reactions upon discovering Alex's body. Something else very notice, uh, notable about the book versus the, the show, uh, they obviously having Kaylee Cuoco play the main character, she has to be how old she looks roughly um and in the book she is much older so really okay so she's she she is she's like in her 40s she's yeah she's 40 i think in the book 40 ish uh kaylee cuoco is 36 so yeah that was one thing they aged her up a little and i think she's definitely playing someone who is Early to mid thirties in, Mm -hmm. in the show. So they definitely age her up in the, or excuse me, age her down for the show because it's Kaylee Cuoco playing that character, but she definitely is more of a, um, seen, not seen as glamorously, I would say as the Kaylee Cuoco character. Like, I think she is not treated like, like Megan, for example, Mm -hmm. um, doesn't really look at her life as glamorous. Uh, outsiders maybe because that's how people think of flight attendants but I would say her close friends did not see her as glamorous whereas Kaylee Cuoco kind of seems a little bit more glamorous in the show like she's putting on this like glamorous show now I have to say this might be my hottest take I like book Cassie a lot more than showcase Cassie okay interesting explain why okay so one of the issues I have with show Cassie is that she feels so flighty you know she makes all these bad decisions and she like is kind of it's not like she's she's not dumb but she's I feel as though she's more erratic while book Cassie, and maybe it's because we're reading her point of view, I feel like her thinking is a lot more linear. And she's a lot more uh, introspectively aware of who she is and what she is. Like she, in show in the show, she refuses to admit that she's a drunk. In the book, she's like, I have this problem. I know I have this problem. But yeah. I you know, there's like very little I can do about it because of X, Y, and Z. It's just like thinking is more linear. Um, in my opinion, I think that she makes less dumb decisions. Like in the book, she doesn't go to the, the funeral, the funeral <laughs> which was doesn't. super cringy. She yeah. doesn't go to the apartment, does she? She does go to the wor- the place of work, to Unisphere. Yes, she does do that. Yeah, I agree. I think that they make, probably for drama's sake, they make the TV character more erratic. And um, overall, she just is way more looped in on mm-hmm. what is going on. She is playing detective in the show right. versus in the book. 
I feel like it's more passive involvement, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think I, I totally understand your point in that she's rootable in the book because she feels like more of a victim, if that makes sense. Like oh, yeah. all of these things keep happening to her. Um, and so it just feels like she doesn't have as many hands in the pot of like what is going on with Alex's death. Right. And it's kind of like Cassie is just let in the book is just like, she's just so much more aware. Like there's this one situation, which I actually really liked when she lands and they did do this a little bit in the show. She lands at the end in Rome and it was Elena who she sees and kind of, Miranda, excuse me. Yeah. But it's Miranda who she sees. And basically she like goes after her because she sees her in the security line. Yeah. And um basically she winds up like people think that she accosted this woman, a random woman, and um and she's very aware that she's like now i look like the crazy person right. that just accosted somebody in the airport while cassie in the show is much more um she, she's just like less aware and she doesn't like care as much yeah she she, she just is more obsessive in the show about figuring things out whereas yeah. in the book i think she's just most concerned about like Oh my God, like, how did this happen to me? Um, she's not as much playing detective. So mm -hmm. I could totally understand why someone would like the sh the book, the book version of Cassie more. I'm curious, though, to hear from people if I feel like a lot of times when you have someone like Kaylee Cuoco, who is so charismatic mm -hmm. and just like magnetic. Um, I think people are are bound to really latch on to that character just because yeah. of who is playing her. And yeah. so I'm curious to know if people who have read the book and watched the show, if they disagree with you, because I think like there's certainly that possibility just given who Kaylee Cuoco is, you know what I mean? Like she just is someone who people want are like uh, drawn towards. No, I, I it's not like I dislike show Cassie it's just that everything that I was frustrated about yeah. with show Cassie book Cassie didn't do yeah that's totally fair um speaking of Cassie herself major changes in the family um from the show to mm -hmm. the book so in the show um we all know she had an older brother who had young kids um he was married all of that in the book version, she has a younger sister, still has a family, but her, like, her sister's life gets way more wrapped up in all of this than her brother did because um, her sister's husband mm -hmm. has a very important job, and um, they think that he is somehow involved in things that he, he, he gave Cassie information. So he gets questioned by police. It causes even more of a rift between her sister and herself. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong. Cause you read the book more recently, but wasn't it her sister who was in the car with her father when they had an accident or something? I thought there was some kind of car accident with her younger sister in the car. I could be wrong about that though. You know, I, I, I actually don't remember that. Mm -hmm. What does stick out to me is uh, on the plane, Cassie talked to Alex about her um, brother-in-law's job, which 
flagged the fact that that could be interesting for him to get more information. And that's why Alex lured Cassie to his hotel room and started an intimate relationship with her. So I thought that was an interesting uh, Mm -hmm. aspect because if it wasn't for this brother-in-law that was in this high power nuclear waste job or whatever it was, then would Alex have even had much interest in what Cassie, who Cassie was and what Cassie was up to? I think personally for me, I enjoyed that they changed it up for the show. A hundred percent. Yeah. I thought that the, I thought it made sense for Cassie to have an older sibling that was looking out for her. And I liked that they made, I mean, honestly, mainly for representation purposes, instead of her having like a straight sister to have a gay older brother, I think I just enjoyed that more. Mm -hmm. And obviously I also think like the actor portraying him did a great job. And that's probably another reason why I enjoyed that changed so much yeah Davy as a character was a lot more interesting than Rosemary her sister um mm. and also he I and also I think it's because we got to know his childhood more and we got to have a good understanding of where he was coming from and we had the same sort of frustrations in Rosemary within the book that she has her life together and Cassie doesn't and Cassie hides right. stuff from her. It's the same sort of thing, but uh, it's once again, like all, all the exciting things that I really, really liked about a sibling of Cassie's, they did yeah. not include in the book. So, right. Um. So basically the sibling childhood dynamics, which I really, really loved from the show was not included in the book. Um, yeah. That scene at the aquarium where she loses her oh, the kids, yeah, the kids that wasn't included in the book. So all of that, um, all the things that I I liked that had to do with Davy was not included. So I felt yeah. as though having the opportunity to increase um and add more detail about cassie's family i think really helped the show uh yeah connect with her family and connect with her i do i i completely agree with you i really loved davy i loved a lot of the conversations they had that they showed between them overall i felt he felt like more integrated into the story he felt like a richer rounder filled out character mm-hmm. than rosemary in the book did he just brought more to the story i thought than rosemary did so i really really liked that change um and then getting into more of the like uh more of the actual meat of like some big big changes those are kind of ancillary changes that don't matter as much but um miranda slash elena is completely different in the book yeah she so obviously the show she meets cassie she teams up with Cassie they're working together um in the book I don't know if we've mentioned this we we don't just get Cassie's story it is not a um it is not just told from Cassie's point of view uh Elena slash Miranda is another person in the story and we are we are in her head it, we are yeah. in her it part of the story back and forth it's it, the book is actually almost as much of Elena slash Miranda's story as it is Cassie's story yeah. um yep. in the book um 
she's referred to as mainly Elena. So that's why I'm switching mainly to Elena. Cassie does know her as Miranda, but Mm -hmm. she's mainly referred to as Elena. She is a 30 year old young woman. Her father was in the KCB, KCG. Oh, now now I'm going to sound stupid. The KGB? KGB. Yeah, he was, they, they were, so she grew up with her father being a Russian spy. Right. And so she got in the business as well. And basically what ends up happening is her father was killed for like a mistake he made. And so she was, she funnily, it's, it's wild how big this is a shift from book to uh, show, but she is the one who kills Alex. Right. It is not Buckley. Or right. And, and that's not a mystery in the book. She admits to it. We extremely know it right early. And I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like maybe she was lying yeah. to us in the book and all the stuff. No, she, no, it was straight right up, up front. Am- yeah. Straight up. Like it's not a mystery in this book at yeah. all. Yeah, uh, and it's different. Alex. Right. And so she leaves Cassie. She sees Cassie. She knows Cassie is like involved with Alex, but she's like, I'm not going to kill her. She's innocent. She's drunk. Like, no one's going to believe her anyway. Like, I'll just leave her. And so then she is forced by her bosses to go clean up her own mess and mm-hmm. take care of Cassie when she really doesn't want to um and a lot of it is her in her own head about like gosh they're probably gonna kill me just like they killed my father like she was told her father died one way like a stroke or like something like that realistically though he was taken out and so um she is such a different character and it's almost difficult for me to compare the book to the show because they're so different from one another they they really are you really get to know a lot about um elena's background um there's a lot of talk about russia itself and what was like growing up within her family and um Mm -hmm. i gotta be honest with you i I, I'm not surprised that they took out uh, a lot of her her background because I just found myself whenever I was on Elena chapters wishing that I was in Cassie chapters instead. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I I while I think I don't know. Let me think about how to say this. Like I think the character of Elena slash Miranda is so much better in the show. I think she's funny. She brings Mm -hmm. comedy. I think like her and Cassie together is electric. I find them so funny together. But I do love that it was Elena who killed Alex. You know, like I think that's very compelling. And in the end of the book, what ends up happening is she is on her way to like Cassie's hotel room and Felix slash Buckley takes her out first before he takes before he's attempting to take out Cassie, which is kind of what we saw in the show. Kind of, but not obviously Miranda gets away in the show and she is dead at the end of the book. Um, And so this is all about like writing a wrong and like figuring out how to move forward here. But I agree. I think the book version of Elena Miranda is kind of dry. Like she's kind of like dry toast. And when you have like Cassie, who is so a little like a little bit more erratic and a little bit more exciting mm-hmm. i think it makes sense that we were always hoping to jump back to Cassie. yeah and, and a couple more thoughts number one uh, it wasn't lost on me that was a little hard for me to swallow any sort of um 
memories and affection towards Russia with what's going on in the Ukraine right now. So I can't say like that didn't, you know, flavor my opinion on the Lena chapters. It could have been, it's, you know, very unique timing in history. Um, One thing that I will say is yes, there is a strong parallel between Cassie's story and Elena's story in which they are both following their father's legacy. And if that means that they want to continue their father's legacy, now Cassie being, you know, a a drunk person that doesn't, um, that isn't successful in life and it follows that path. And Elena being a Russian spy. So, um, you get to see like two fa- uh, daughters debating if they're they want to follow their father's path and if that's the right path to follow for them. Right, exactly. And I think that aspect of Elena slash Miranda's story I really liked because it does parallel they parallel each other, and it was right. nice to have that back and forth. I think it would have been a little bit tougher. I mean, I know we all want books to be made into TV shows and like they're just taking the pages off the word and bringing them to life, right? That is like an ideal situation. But I think when you think of them as adaptations, there are certain things that just aren't going to translate as well to the TV screen. And so like, I didn't mind losing that aspect because I felt like the Elena Miranda we were left with on the show was so electric and so fun that I didn't mind that they had changed it. I thought that they did a good job with adapting that, part of the story Mm -hmm. um because it was this whole show is cassie's story um except for megan who definitely got a huge role on the show whereas in the book she is a much smaller character um we actually don't even find out anything about all of the uh, stuff she's doing until the very end. Which was so weird in the book because it kind of just came out of nowhere. And it shows up as in the book, they have um, sporadic FBI case studies, essentially, where. Yes. uh, I don't know how they did in the audio book, Jess, but in the book itself, it was like unique standalone pages in between chapters. And then on the top, it says, uh, in bold federal bureau of investigation and then a case number uh and then it lists their name the date and then it says like cassandra bowden date of birth and then it's like x yeah. out social security number x out blah, blah blah and then it's a detailed fbi report of what the interviews were about so you don't really get to find out about megan and what she's up to until i what is this like towards the end of the book and it's like wait where did this come from yeah i think their whole point was that like oh there could be spies who are flight attendants and then they're like oh yeah megan is one um she is really underplayed in the book um and she obviously gets a much more prominent role in the show and I don't know. I guess, like, to me, the Megan stuff felt more extraneous. Um, Like, it was interesting, but 
I didn't necessarily need all the Megan stuff. In fact, I'm a little bit nervous about what they're going to do for her for season two because, mm-hmm. like, she's on the run. What more does she have of a story? You know, like, what I more is what can, story is there? We to tell? follow her. We see if she gets caught. But it's like, do we really yeah. need to know? about that yeah oh and also in the book she is not a spy for the north korean and government excuse me the north korean government she's a spy for russia so that's like i mean again a different setting but same same kind of storyline um so that was a bit interesting like i said we don't really get to know her family or anything like that in the book um it, and she uh, correct me if I'm wrong. She doesn't have a first person perspective in the in the no, book. No, no. The only people that have first person perspectives is Cassie and Elena. Yeah, um, and the FBI records or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. there's occasions where we get to see uh, Megan trying to call Cassie. There's times where they discuss their friendship. There's times where Megan's yeah. saying like, "Tell me what's going on." She says, "I know that's you in the picture. Like, don't lie to me." Right. Um. So a lot of similarities in the show there. But yeah, we don't. We really don't get to know much about it, and it it does feel a little out of left field. I do like how on the show they showed us uh leading up to the at the end where she decides that she has to leave i like how they showed her doing her business versus it just being out of nowhere yeah oh i totally agree with that i think it would have been really weird to end the show like with that being like the last note in season one is like oh surprise megan's been a spy this whole time um i do i do agree with that yeah yeah um yeah all the ceramic turkeys that we uh missed out on chickens rather (laughs) yeah all the chickens yeah um speaking of of the flight attendants let's stick with them like you mentioned before shane isn't a cia agent in the book he's just a flight attendant he does not i think cassie ends up getting the job as like an operative based off of her involvement in alex's case it has nothing to do with shane setting her up well, the ending is really weird and we'll get into that. But yeah, it has more to do with kind of a deal that she made right. with the FBI at the end. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to get into the ending? Well, now? we'll get in. We'll in get into it, okay. that. Let's take a quick ad break. Then we'll come back. We should talk about the FBI agents because that is also a pretty oh, large yeah. difference. So let's take a quick ad break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the shocking ending you all won't believe it to be honest i'm not even trying to bait you you won't even believe it (laughs) (laughs) this seems like a bait it does but we'll be right back discover why critics are calling kingdom of the planet of the apes the best film of the franchise what a wonderful day it's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible i need to go hang on It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. We're back. Um, Jada was there. What? She was fine. Jada was there. She was fine. Jada, Jada was there and she was fine. A very good way to put it. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing nothing going on with Jada. Um, the FBI agents in the book, definitely same thing with kind of like Megan, where like very small roles, not really notable. They're two men. Um, we don't really get to know them at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, what do you have to say about the book FBI agents? Uh, not- they did their job. Uh, so one was Frank Hammond, uh, which they changed to Kim Hammond. Yeah. And that was the main investigator for Cassie. He just really did his job. I really like how they changed it to Kim in the book. We love Kim. There was times where I was like, you know what? I just want Kim to solve the entire case. (laughs) Forget Cassie. Kim felt, I mean, we're not usually rooting for cops, but Kim felt like the more measured detective who is actually trying to figure out the entire case and not just jump to conclusions like Van did. And I thought that changing two random guys that are FBI agents in the book to Mm -hmm. expanding them and giving them a little bit more to do in the show and also include the dynamic between Kim and Van. I really liked that change um, in the show. I felt like it made a lot more sense. Oh, do we need two more generic white men on our television screen? Definitely not. So giving Kim a little bit more to do, a little bit more of a backstory um, made her a lot more likable. I really Mm -hmm. liked this, this change. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Let's talk about Annie next, actually. That's a good point because Annie is very different in the book. Very different. um, In the book, Cassie ends up talking to basically like her union representative. Right. When all of this goes down. Yes. Um, Which honestly makes a lot of sense and they probably should have had something like that in the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that would have been that would have been helpful it it makes sense that she so the uh union rep reached out to her and at first and was like you should probably speak to a lawyer and she's like no i don't need to speak to a lawyer and then he's like okay but you should probably speak to one and when you're ready i have one for you i have uh, a contact for you which turned out to be his niece annie Yes, yes. And so, uh, so she goes to meet Annie and Annie is very different. Obviously it's not her best friend. Like we see on the show. Um, she is 
like one of my favorite book characters. But just, like, I she's equally one of my love her as much as Show Annie. That's the thing. I yeah. think they couldn't go wrong. I think that while I love Show Annie, I also really love Book Annie because she's a great lawyer. There, the the scene she's so intelligent. She is the scene where they're outside. We're about to. They're about to go in and talk to the cops. It is pulled almost directly from the book yeah um, the scene about like they're sharks you won't even feel the knife coming all of those things are spot on and annie in the book takes on cassie's case as like a pro bono case right because like just because she she's just like well the reason why is because she says basically you're a pretty blonde girl and it's going to become a media frenzy. Yes. And this is really, really good publicity for our law firm. Right. So she works for like a pretty um, fancy law firm. And like, obviously, it would cost a lot of money for Cassie to hire Which her. Cassie so, was really but, concerned about. Right. And I also think that Annie in the book just also feels like some kind of like connection with Cassie too. Like she actually yeah. really likes Cassie. And so she wants to help her. So I agree. I don't think. It's hard for me to pick a favorite in terms of like book Annie or or show Annie. I think both are really good in terms of the decision to make Annie one of Cassie's friends on the show. Sometimes I waffle back and forth whether I like that decision or not. Ultimately, I think I come down on the side of liking it. Um, but I think I could have liked it either way. I think I could have liked it if they had literally just pulled Annie out of the book and put her on the screen as is, you know? Yeah. I really, I really like both versions of Annie. Um, I like the fact that Annie is like very matter of fact in the book, but is still not judgmental. Uh, you know, Cassie even says in the book, like, I never, I don't feel judged. Like I, she spilled the whole story and she didn't feel judged once. Yes. Um, yeah. which I really liked. Um, I don't really have a big per, like preference if I wished it was a friend or just a straight lawyer. Um, the thing is that Max is not a character in the book. Yep. So we don't have to worry about some of the 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 problems that I had with Annie and Cassie being friends is how much um Cassie dragged Annie down with her as well as Max and got her in trouble and all these things. And I did not love that for their friendship. So yeah. she Annie's definitely a lot more like arm like an arm apart like she's not as yeah keeps her at arm's length type yeah of thing. she's not as like ingrained in 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 cassie's life mm-hmm. but um i so once again it's kind of like the issues that i had with the show the book didn't didn't really have that issue that yeah. problem but um no. both book annie and uh show annie is probably my favorite character in both yeah, yeah. And I would say like TV show Max, obviously, because Max isn't in the book, is also one of my favorites, but like obviously he's not in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like the change for Annie was one of the more interesting ones for me when I went to the when I read the book. Um, but again, I, I just think like because probably mostly because of the personality of show Annie, I was like so on board. I just think like um the actress Sasha um does like such a great job with her character it's hard not to like her and root for her um so uh i think that covers most of the characters why don't we talk very quickly about um felix slash buckley because he's also a bit different in the book he has much 
less of a role in terms of like him and Cassie aren't really dating. They kind of have like a fling. Yeah, they they have seen each other a couple of times. And I think that Cassie in the book is very interested in Buckley. And there was a moment towards the end where she was speaking to Enrico and she was like, Enrico, I can't hook up with you. Uh, There's another guy. I'm starting to really like him. And she was referring to Buckley, but it, they're definitely less involved in the book than they were on the show. Definitely. And I think, um since they had buckley slash felix as the actual killer on the show i didn't mind that he was more ingrained i think it actually makes sense to have him Mm -hmm. be like obsessed with cassie and more ingrained whereas in the book he's definitely more of a stone cold killer because his job is to go kill not only elena and like slash miranda but to clean up her mess and kill cassie and so it makes sense that he's a little bit more uh a little bit farther away a little bit more at a distance whereas in the show he's so ingrained in everything going on and so i didn't mind that because he's the killer they are really flooding us with him yeah i really i liked him better i liked that aspect better in the show because it felt more of a a twist more so it's the same twist buckley's you know yeah a bad guy is a russian spy is an assassin and both but because we saw a lot more of buckley it was more surprising in the show than it was in the book and i think it's also it's one of those things where you can't really beat when you're watching a tv show and they pan up from the like the feet down to reveal that it's it's buckley that was right on the roof yeah on the roof i think like physically with my eyeballs watching that moment to me like the impact is just like massive i remember watching it for the first time being like oh my god i mean like Mm -hmm. they plant things along the way right but like it was still like this huge deal um and so i think there's something to be said about uh that translating well to the screen and how exciting it is to watch something like that i think to versus to read it um but yeah so in the book he kills miranda elena first and then he attempts to kill cassie and enrico all of that stuff is very accurate to the book the cassie and enrico stuff because she does go to rome she does get a gun from enrico he is there to try to help her um but in the book felix like stages his own death to avoid getting in trouble by like his his boss victor this is okay yeah so victor's very much involved as well probably more so than in the show because victor's has a father-daughter relationship with elena and we get to hear a lot from victor um but victor this was this was so convoluted i felt um so yeah basically uh, you know um same sort of thing Felix slash Buckley uh, greets Cassie and Enrico in Cassie's hotel room and gets a hold of everybody. And he is able to kind of sweet talk Cassie into not shooting and killing him. And it's like, look, what we can do is I will go downstairs. You will call the cops. They will arrest me. And that will be it. And Cassie was agreeable to this, yeah, uh, which I thought was like very interesting. I guess it's because she kind of had feelings with him. I don't really know. So yeah, he stages his own. He 
if not his was it his death or was it the fact that he stage no it was he went into into like protective services the because he made a deal with the fbi that he will turn in information about everybody else and gain immunity and then change his name and then he was able to like go free or whatever it was so strange i honestly kind of prefer the way the tv oh yeah it was a bit cleaner in the show i think the book was very convoluted and kind of difficult to understand why these people are making these decisions i kind of like the, the ease of like shane knocking down the door boom, boom, boom. yeah yeah <laughs> i i, I love shane knocking down the door be like you're under arrest you're yeah. done um and then yeah and then so like cassie because she did such a good job with like turning in buckley and solving this crime yeah they were like hey you can be still a flight attendant but on the side you can work with the cia and then this is kind of the most i was like so then there's an epilogue we're two years in the future or something like that sure she's talking about her daughter who she named after a character in alex's book and you find out that she has carried and given birth to alex's child and I'm like, what? I'm like, do I know mathematics? Like, when yeah, did this-, this happen? This was so confusing. I was like trying to count the dates. She was drinking <laughs> the whole fucking time. I know, first, I know. Like two trimesters. Never mentioned anything about feeling sick or anything. No. The clues like- weren't there. Like if this was on the show, it would have been like she's throwing up. She's feeling sick. She's gaining weight. Like all this stuff would have been happening. This was so, okay. This was felt so out of left field in the book. I was gobsmacked. gobsmacked. I read it. Okay. So I read it and I was like, okay, like good for her. Like maybe she had a fling and like she's happy because she was saying how like being a mother changed her life. She's no longer drinking. Well, that's, that's the thing. In the in the book, it is definitely pretty much explicitly said that her having a baby and becoming a mother is what gets her to stop drinking. Right. When she finds out she's pregnant, she stops drinking and she names the baby like Masha. Masha, which, which is the character from Alex's book. And the, exactly. And I had to reread it because it was like, um, I can, when I, sometimes when I look at Masha, I see her father's eyes and I remember his like love for Russian literature. And I was like, wait a minute wait a minute and then like i read back the last chapter no nope, there's no sign that she was pregnant then and i was like when did when was this happening she was doing all this shit pregnant i'm like what i was like yeah. i felt like i totally missed this this whole entire thing and yeah. i was just honestly i was kind of gobsmacked i was like yeah what? i okay so it's a very clean way to end the book right like But to me, it felt kind of cheap. Like, if the show had done this, obviously the show didn't want to do it because the show wanted to leave itself open to getting a season two, and it did. They didn't want to have it start off with Cassie having a kid, right? And, like, the season two. But, like, to me, it felt like a move that a TV show does. Oops, I'm pregnant. It felt very cheap and weird that, like, she – oh, now she's carrying on Alex's genetics, like – Cause I like the show, I think, tell me what your thoughts are, but I feel like the show makes much more out of Cassie and Alex in terms of like her, like being in love with him than the book does. Totally. But the book has this whole pregnancy thing, which then 
is always going to be like a memory of Alex incarnate, you know? Right. And okay. So then there's that. Then there's the fact that they both work for the CIA, um, both Buckley, whose name was not Felix in the book. It was like Eugene, Eugenie, Eugene, E-V-G-E-N-Y, whatever. His name is Buckley. Um <laughs> And oh, they, is it Evgeny? Evgeny, yes. And then they like see each other once in a while, and then they like get all, all like you know, um, almost like nostalgic with each other. Yeah, I'm like what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, it was such a weird twist because, like you said, it felt very much like the Megan reveal, like we talked about earlier, where it was like bloop, just like dropped in at the very end of the book, like. Bloop, you blink and you miss it. If you didn't read like the last yeah. 10 pages, like you'd have no, I mean, I guess that's true of any book, but I'm just saying like, it, it, it was, it was so out of left field that again, I was just left like, what did I just read? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I felt like I had to like rewind and be yeah. like, wait a minute. She's pregnant. <laughs> Is yeah. this thing on? What? What is that? <laughs> it just yeah. felt, and that I, so that I would say, which I feel like you agree is. I much prefer the way the show did it. I felt like it felt like a bit of a cop out to have her suddenly just have a baby. And I personally, I'm, I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. We can't speak to um, the need. Well, to, I do believe be- that. I do believe. I've seen it firsthand. Like sometimes your life can be in shambles and it does take being a parent for you that, to go straight. Yeah, that. And- makes sense i'm not saying it's impossible to do that i guess for me i felt like it was more rewarding to have Mm -hmm. cassie figure that out on her by herself and to have her quit drinking like for herself versus for her kid you know what i mean yeah i guess i just kind of liked the story more of her quitting for herself versus quitting for a kid and that i could i could be on an island people could really enjoy that that is the reason she quits drinking in the book but I just I personally thought the ending on the show was better. Yeah, I do. I do agree with I think that the ending in the show is better, which leads me to saying I think that this is one of the rare cases where I prefer the show or the media over the book. I think that what I really loved about the show, which was the relationship between Davy and Cassie, the yeah. the moments where she spent time with Alex and was, you know, having these visions, which I still don't totally understand, but I liked it. Um, I think that the decisions that they made with the Kim Hammond, the FBI agent, I think how it ended, I think all these things I like much better in the show form. And in the book, it's not like I disliked the book i just think that comparatively which is you know what we're doing here but maybe yeah. you can't compare apples to apples i think comparatively the book was a little lackluster it wasn't as um magnetic as the show is i guess yeah i what i would say is if i didn't watch the show first would i have been as interested in the book maybe not but I think I think you're right in that because we were watching the show, it allowed them to play more. It allowed them to have um, to have Cassie in Alex's hotel room with Alex talking to Alex. It allowed us to, you know what I mean? It just allowed for a little bit 
more than mm-hmm. the book did because of the visual aspect of everything. That beautiful last scene that we talked about where she's walking oh, through the yeah. rooms of the hotel and the lights are going out, right? Music. Just, the, the music, fashion, the fashion. Yes. The cinematography, all that stuff really leads to kind of what makes the flight attendant special. Mm-hmm. So I think that they did a really good job adapting it from the book, which uh, I'm like I said, the one thing that I can say that I think that the book did better is that I think that Cassie's a little bit more palatable. But besides that, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's just I, an opinion because she stresses me out. I have anxiety. <laughs> Show Cassie stresses me out. She makes some really dumb decisions. She does. And I think that also it's like one of those things where they hype it up the drama because it's a TV show. So like yeah. that's like a downside of it being on the television medium. But I agree with you. I think this is one of those cases where the show takes a book and adapts it in a way that makes it it improves on what exists Mm -hmm. and i think that the changes they made while some of them are very big changes to me i think a lot of the changes they made made a lot of sense you know i think that they they improved on a lot of the stuff that the book set up um and so yeah i think overall i really enjoyed the book i don't think you necessarily need to read it but if you are curious about it i wouldn't say don't read it i don't think it's a bad read um but overall, I'm really excited to see where season two of the show goes because there's no more book to work with. They've gone through everything unless they're again, unless they're going to make Cassie pregnant. They have gone through everything. And so I'm super curious to see what is on the table for season two. We've both seen the trailer. It looks like a wild ride. You know, we have a sober Cassie. Um, spoilers for the trailer. I know some people don't watch trailers, so we're going to probably get into just like a little bit of talk about it. If you, if you don't want to, um, listen to it, totally get it. But in the, in the trailer for season two, we see a sober Cassie. She's telling Max and Annie that she's working for the CIA. She somehow meets up with Megan at some point. And I think the, the wildest sequence in the trailer is when she's like seeing versions of herself, right? We see like gold dress version of her back in that famous gold dress we talked about in season one. Um, And that to me is like, what are they going to do? I was a little bit nervous about season two, but I got to say, once I saw the trailer, I got really hyped for it. Like I'm really excited for what they have in store because I think it's going to be good. I'm really excited as well. I think that especially because there's no literature that they have to base it off of, I think that's going to be really good. And I think that they're going to uh, do the characters justice. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But it is coming out this week. So if you're listening to this podcast, season two is coming. It's on the way. (laughs) Um, And we're going to be covering it, of course. You're not getting rid of us just yet. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. You could do it at postshowrecaps.com slash flight attendant pod we appreciate the subscriptions you can also find us in the hbo feed here on post show recaps but the season two premiere is coming up it's coming out on uh on thursday and the it's dropping two episodes at once so i I don't know if we talked about the schedule but just to give you all a heads up it's going to be the first week drops two episodes second week again drops two episodes and then every other week is one episode for the remaining four episodes so it's an eight episode season just like season one, um, and two, two, one, 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 one. <laughs> Don't make me do math on podcast. I'm literally not. You're doing it to yourself. 
I'm just sitting here minding my own business. I know. Sarah's like, stop talking. Stop talking. If there was a way Sarah could just mute me on podcasts, I feel like she would do it. It's kind of like when you're in driver's ed mm-hmm. and they have those cars with like the brakes on, um, one, on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Sarah would be like stamping on the brake a lot. <laughs> Gotta hone you in a little sometimes. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I I can I, – I get a little rowdy on – our other podcast shit 90 shows taught me so I, yeah. I can understand I can yeah understand. it just happens sometimes but of course you're gonna find all that coverage here so stay tuned because we're gonna come back at you with season two coverage very soon we're both really excited for it um Sarah what else do we have going on in these parts uh yeah so if you didn't listen to our coverage of the Gilded Age on post show recaps you know you could check that out that'd be cool if not that's totally fine too whatever whatever you want this is a free country um <laughs> see now i'm doing it yeah uh, and then you know jess and i also have shit 90 shows tommy where we cover boy meets world and dawson's creek as well as other 90s content we just uh covered um the prince of egypt with sasha joseph and that was super cool so check us out at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram you can find me at sarah ferguson amazing um of course here on posture recaps you can hear me on community building with josh wiggler um we're getting into some really fun season three content and then i think i talked a little bit about it last podcast but we're kicking off the wilds coverage it's going to be me grace and ariel covering the wilds we're going to start off with a kickoff podcast that will release this friday then we'll recap season one the following friday and then season two comes out on may 6th so Uh, It's 10 episodes on Amazon Prime Video. Definitely check it out. It's such a good show. I cannot hype it up enough. And all the episodes are going to drop on May 6th. So highly recommend getting caught up in time to watch them as soon as they release. We're going to be coming at you daily with that coverage when it drops. So get ready for me all up in your feeds. Um, You can find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter if you want to give me a follow. If not, that's fine too. Um, And uh, of course, if you want to chat with us about... the flight attendant about the wild about literally anything you could find us in the poster recaps patreon discord you could become a patron by going to posterrecaps.com slash patreon at the ten dollar level it's you know what it is sarah the ten dollar mm. level is like when you buy a first class ticket and you get that like lounge thingy i've never done it so i don't know what it's about but i assume they give you lots of free snacks and drinks before your planes yeah so the ten dollar level of the patreon is kind of like a first class ticket Highly recommend you do it. Um, you get access to all the channels. You could play D&D with us, Dungeons and Dragons. You could chat about all types of shows. Today I posted probably the funniest photo I've ever taken of my dog in my entire life. I swear to God, I laughed for five minutes straight. I photoshopped a picture of a cat um, parachuting out of a plane. There's just so much. I don't know if any of these are incentives for people to join us or I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> stay away. Yeah. Um. Land the plane, just Okay, land let's the plane. land the plane. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back at you very soon with the season two premiere of The Flight Attendant. Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.